This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 9th of August. Justin, Australian banks have frozen repayments on around 14,000 home loans as lockdowns in New South Wales and now Victoria just keep on keeping on. B-Man, how about this one? Apple's revealed new iPhone features to detect illegal images of child sex abuse. Wow. And if they flag enough images in one account, the moderators can refer it to law enforcement. Very impressive stuff, Justin. Mm -hmm. And we have three really accurate stories today. Let's do it. For our first, News Corp has recorded its best financial year since 2013, and it's all thanks to a major strategy switch. I'll tell you, seeing a media company do well is always surprising these days, Brett. (laughs) So what is the story? All right, so News Corp, a.k.a. Rupee Murdoch's favourite (laughs) child, is the umbrella company that owns major news outlets, think The Australian, Mm -hmm. think The Herald Sun, The Daily Telegraph, all of those. Now, Brett, last year, this crew slashed over 100 of their print titles across Australia. And unfortunately, had to sack hundreds of staff. That's pretty much because COVID took a $2 billion chainsaw to their profits. But it seems like the tide is finally turning for News Corp. Is that right? That is correct. Team News posted a net profit of over $520 million for the last financial year. And who can take credit for the insane growth, Juzzy boy? None other than Foxtel, B-Man. Yep, Foxtel had close to 4 million subscribers on its platform. That's up, let me get this straight, 40% on last year. But Brett, before you get the wrong impression, it Ain't from people signing up to the satellite box Foxtel. Nope, it's all thanks to KO and Binge. Ooh, so what's the key learning here? Subscription services are turning it around for big media players. News Corp's managed to flip the tables on COVID with KO. That's its sports streaming service. And Binge. More like entertainment streaming service. But what's probably even more interesting is how Foxtel has completely changed its tune. You see, this crew, Justin, they rode the pay TV wave all the way from the early noughties mm-hmm. to the late 2010s. But pay TV just ain't in anymore. In fact, Foxtel has just 2 million residential subscribers these days. Compare that one to Netflix, which has more than 5.5 million subscribers in Australia. And even Stan has more, with more than 2.3 million subscribers. Even Stan! (laughs) And these streaming giants are showing no signs of slowing down. So Justin, because Foxtel clearly can't beat them, Mm -hmm. it had to join them. And it's paying dividends for News Corp so far. For our second story, Cora has launched a subscription service, Cora Plus, to make its platform more appealing for creators. Have you ever wondered, are chakras demonic? Is the Ouija board dangerous? What's a brutal truth about life that needs to be said? Uh, these are all legit questions that have been asked on Cora, Justin. <laughs> AKA the Q&A site where people ask the weirdest questions and someone responds to them. Cora reached a huge $2.4 billion valuation back in 2017. Yep. That was when the platform had a casual $190 million monthly users. And now, they've got over 300 million monthly users on Quora. But Justin, despite having such a monumentally huge user base, Quora has never really incentivized people to answer the questions posted on the site. But now, they're going to change that with their new subscription service, Quora Plus. So what's the key learning here? Financial incentives are back, and especially in the creator economy. Think about it, Justin. At Quora, even though people are answering questions off their own back, Mm -hmm. the company reckons it can get more people to answer more questions if there's a financial component to it. This in turn gets more people using the platform, which ultimately equals more money for Quora in the long run. This is the kind of mentality that platforms are now using to entice creators. As we spoke about the other day, YouTube introduced YouTube's Shorts Fund to pay creators to make good content, which will in turn get them more subscribers. It's fair to say, Justin, it's a creator's world and uh, we're just living in it. <laughs> for our third and final story, Hungry Jacks' founder, Jack Cowan's plant-based meat company has just raised seven 
$23 million as he plans to take on China and Europe. It's a little ironic that the founder of Hungry Jacks is entering the plant-based industry, <laughs> surely, no? What's so. the story? The Jack of Hungry Jacks himself has backed a plant-based meat company called V2 Food, which started back in 2019. And since then, it's raised a huge $185 million in funding. And Jack's brought on another $73 million in funding from big European investors. And also, a new Chinese e-commerce platform that they haven't named yet. So what is the plan for V2 Foods now? Well, their plan, Justin, is to take V2 to Europe and to China. But interestingly, they're developing special foods for each of the markets. A plant-based pork product specifically for Shanghai and Beijing. And a V2 minced beef product, which is headed to Western markets. So what is the key learning here? Expanding your business into a different country is no longer a drag and drop. Cut, copy. Control C, control V. (laughs) Yep, businesses that want to excel in different markets need to figure out a way to tailor their product to that market. That means looking at cultural differences and customs in that particular country. Let's just run the numbers for V2, BN. All right, well, China consumes way more pork than any other country. It's got the world's biggest pig population, around 700 million. Wow, and uh, pork accounts for a whopping 70% of all meat eaten in China. On the other hand, though, people in Western countries tend to consume 40 kilograms of chicken, 30 kilograms of beef per year. That's a lot of meat. Which is why, Justin, V2 has clearly (laughs) done its market research. Flux fam, we're excited to let you know that we've launched a new section on our website and we reckon you're going to love it. It's called Learn and it covers all the complex financial concepts in a really simple way. Hit up flux.finance slash learn. Check it out. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.